Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one bestselling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. Uh, and also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I don't know how to start this podcast. There's so much happening in the world. I mean, honestly, we have Benefer back together which was surprising. Portia is now engaged to Simon, who was once married to Fallon from the Real Houses of Atlanta. We got Beverly Hills taglines. We got the Roni women who were doing a uh, uh, Burning Man at Ramona's house. I mean, what the fuck is going on this week? What the fuck? What's in the water? I feel like I'm going crazy. Too much is happening. Sheena Shea needs to update that tattoo on her forearm because too much is happening. And I didn't even know how to begin. Like, where do we start? I suppose we should start with Benefer, since that's what kicked off this week of unhinged insanity in the news. So uh, Benifer, Ben Affleck, and Jennifer Lopez, who were the first celebrity couple about 17 years ago to join their names. Remember they did that movie, Geely or Jiggly or however the fuck you say it. And they were engaged to give her the pink diamond ring. He was in the music video for one of her songs, Rubbing Her Ass. And then they broke up. Ben Affleck gets with Jennifer Garner and they, has, they have kids. I don't know how many kids, one kid, two kid. I'm not sure. And uh, they break up. He cheats with the nanny and then decides to get back with Jennifer Lopez. Now, my main concern in this whole situation is, of course, my dear Jennifer Garner. Because I would imagine if I got with a man and he was previously engaged to Jennifer Lopez, I'd have a complex about that. And then he gets back with her 17 years later. I mean, I am concerned. Can we get a check-in on Jennifer Garner? I need to know that she's okay. I don't. I, she can rest her head on my shoulder because I'm just worried about her. And I mean, the destruction in this path, J-Lo was just previously happy with A-Rod, and then A-Rod uh, was FaceTime in Madison, Madison, Madison from Southern Charm. And then that broke up that relationship, allegedly. 
And now A-Rod is nowhere to be seen. Madison's, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Madison, filming some new season, hopefully, of Southern Charm. Not that we need that, but... Uh, and now J-Lo and Ben Affleck are back together. And some people are thinking maybe it's a publicity stunt. Which I don't know. I don't know. I go back and forth with that. Because, yes, it does seem not real, almost. But then there were pictures from the car. And I don't know. I, I don't know where I stand on all of it. And part of me, yes, I, the angel on my shoulder wants those two kids to get back together. Because they did seem happy back in the day. But then the other part of me is like, no, this it didn't work the first time. Let's not make it happen again. And I'm still mad at Ben Affleck. He cheated with the nanny, I think. Again, I don't recall facts here. (laughs) Not sure. Unclear if it was. I believe he cheated with the nanny. Yeah. I'm not willing to look that up, but I'm pretty sure it happened Uh, on Jennifer Garner. So, you know, I don't want that for J-Lo either. Who's to say when he's going to cheat with another nanny? I mean, A-Rod was cheating on J-Lo with Madison from Southern Charm, allegedly, or at least FaceTiming. And so, uh, I don't know. These men, these men, I've had enough of them, all of them, you know? Speaking of you guys, last week on the show, I did mention straight men. And I heard from a lot of straight men who listen to this podcast. And I just want to say, I know I was hard on you guys last week, but I'm sending love your way. You know, I'm happy to all the straight men listeners who listen with their wives, their girlfriends, or even just solo. I love you, men. And I'm sorry that I was mean last week. I think I called you a bunch of dummies. I don't really recall what I said. But you know what? I love you. I'm sending love to you. But I'm not sending love to this Ben Affleck because I feel like everyone's just giving him a pass that we all want to... He's bamboozling everyone. That we all want to believe that he's changed man, but he's did some bad things to our Jennifer Garner. So I just wish... I don't know. I'm sending some love uh, Jay Garner's way. And also, I don't want this for J-Lo either. You know? What else do we talk about? Okay, Portia, you guys, another couple that was surprising this week. Portia posts photos. One photo, she had an engagement ring on, and people, she had her arm kind of on this man, Simon, who we met last season on The Real Houses of Atlanta. He was married, real rich, married to this Fallon, who was a friend of this season. Remember Fallon had everyone over for that weird Halloween party where they had a haunted house, and then they all just sat in the kitchen. There wasn't really any food or anything. They just sat there. And then Fallon got mad at LaToya and chased her with the golf club, you know, through the house, through her own house. She went and got the golf club and was like chasing LaToya, rather. Did I say that right? She was chasing LaToya. I mean, it was a, it was a good moment, but also didn't make a lick of sense. I don't know if anyone watched that episode. It was like, what's going on here? So very confusing. And now she was introduced as Portia's friend on the show. And now Portia said on social media that she's been seeing this man, Simon, for one month. The divorce is final with Fallon. And Portia says, love is love. Love wins. That's where she was really losing me. You know, I I love our Portia, but she was really losing me with all those hashtags because she kept posting on Twitter and Instagram. She wrote, love is love. Love wins. And, you know, it's like, okay, it's not Pride Month. And <laughs> I mean, come on. That's where she was losing me. And the fact that all of this doesn't make any sense, and I believe, forgive me if I'm wrong, but chat room, I saw Kate Chastain say congratulations, alluding to the fact that chat room ended their season. So I wonder, is this like all a publicity thing too? I don't know what to believe anymore. Honestly, I feel like they're all bamboozling us with the PR stunts. So I'm wondering, are Simon and Portia really in love? How do you get in love for one month? I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that. I don't understand the reason to rush into a marriage. Now, I don't know if they have a date set up. I don't know if they have an actual plan to get married. But it seems silly to me to get engaged after one month. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I mean, good for Portia if she's getting an expensive ring. Then she's posting about her and Dennis, and they're like a modern family. I mean, I had some Real Houses of Anna Whiplash reading all this news. and I, Who knows? I'm recording this episode early on Tuesday, so who knows what the news is. I don't know what the update is because everything's happening so fast. But anyway, I mentioned Bravo chat room and Real Houses of Atlanta just ended. So the reason why I, the cynical part of me is like, maybe this is publicity stunts. But then they must be in love. I mean, I don't know that you could fake love for publicity. That's the thing that I get confused about with Benifer, with Portia and Simon, Pyman. What's their celebrity name? Pyman? <laughs> <laughs> Sorsha. What do we call those two kids? Sorsha or Pyman? I don't know. We'll take a vote somewhere. Um, anyway, uh, I don't understand. Is it all real? What's real? What's not? Speaking of what's real, what's not? Demi Lovato's in the news. 
today too. She's got a new show coming to Peacock where she's going to be exploring alien life. I read that. Like, what's going on, you guys? She's going to be chasing aliens for the Peacock Network. Not even a network, it's a streamer. Demi Lovato's going to get her ghost busting on. On the Peacock. Who thought that? Who greenlit that? And how is that? She said in a statement, like, she believes in the paranormal and she's going to get them. You know, all of a sudden she's a ghostbuster or whatever. I know, ghostbusters were more ghosts. They're not the same thing as aliens, I suppose. Anyway, she's going to go after the aliens, and I'll watch every second of it, God bless. But it seems crazy to me. She's just going to be hunting aliens. Like, we're in... Uh, I honestly feel like this is the apocalypse this week. She uh, That announcement I read, Demi Lovato chasing aliens, I'm like, okay. One more thing, I can't handle one more thing. I can't do it, you guys. I cannot do it. Um, anyway, you guys, uh, we'll just have to stay tuned. We'll have to go to bravotv.com for more information and figure out what the hell is going on in the water or in the world. But Benifer's back together. Pyman is uh, now engaged. And Demi Lovato's after the aliens. So I think we're all caught up. Should we dive into our housewives? Should we go into, I, I suppose we got to talk Real Houses Beverly Hills taglines just briefly before we get into New York because I have a lot of thoughts. So let's play them and then we'll get to it. This town is a game of chess, but no one's taking this queen down. My lips are legendary, and they will never gloss over the truth. If you want a starring role in my life, you better drop the act. Dress like there's no tomorrow, and then tomorrow, do it again. Anyone who doubts my exquisite manners can kiss my exquisite derriere. Hollywood is full of pretenders, and I slay them all. The strongest substance on earth isn't diamonds. It's me. Wow. 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 Now, I want to say that I love them and I hate them at the same time. First of all, shall we start with Kyle? She's now saying in this town. She can't say Beverly Hills because she don't live in Beverly Hills. She lives in Encino. But I personally like the consistency of that. I love when I get a Kyle Richards tagline. I don't know. Something warms my heart. And I was really feeling Kyle this week because I was watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Her and Faye went to the Palm Springs house of Kris Jenner, and they had like a slumber party pillow fight. And I don't know, something about it, you guys, I'll be honest. I was watching that episode, and seeing these three women who are over 50-ish have a slumber party, having so much fun, I think that there's really not, that's not something you see on television very often. I thought it was actually very powerful to see these three women over 50 or I don't know their exact ages. Are they over 60? No, I don't think Kyle's. No, I don't think so. But uh, just seeing these women over 50 have a pillow fight in Palm Springs, I think it's a good message to send people that uh, I just wish we'd see more of women over a certain age having fun and hanging with their girlfriends and not fighting so much. So I was really feeling Kyle Richards. Now, again, maybe at a certain point she should retire in this town, but I don't know. I'd get upset if she didn't have it. There was some shade at LVP too. She said something about the queen. You know, it felt like very LVP-ish and it felt like a little dig, you know what I mean? But I liked it. I liked the Kyle Richards of that all. Now, Lisa Renner, she's always talking about the lips too. Her, That's her thing. It's talking about the lips. She's got the lip kits now out and she's doing selling the lip kits or something. I don't know. They're all selling lip kits. At what point, it's just like every celebrity now is having a lip kit. How many lip kits do we need? Do we need another one, Lisa Rinna? I mean, of course, she's known for her lips, so she should have been the first on that bandwagon. But I feel like every Bravo celebrity's got the lip kit now. Every celebrity, every time I go on Instagram, somebody's like, got my new lip kit out. And I'm like, okay, enough. We don't need that much lip product. Somebody do something for eyes or, I don't know, noses or let's pick another body part. When are we going to focus on the ears? We're doing too much lip work. We got enough of that. Let's just focus on something else. I mean, it's like enough is enough. And also, uh, something I, the cynical part of me doesn't love that it's tying to those lip kits for Lisa Renna's tagline. I just wish we would. It, it just feels too commercialized. However, I'd be upset if she didn't mention the lips. See, there you go. You know, I'm a mystery, an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Like Erica Jane, which speaking of her tagline doesn't make a fucking sense at all. She says she's the most powerful of them all. I mean, Erica Jane, you guys, the one who allegedly bamboozled widows and orphans. We're going to see how that plays out. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'm not going into this season really loving Erica Jane, but we'll see. Bamboozle Jane, as we call her, uh, here on Everything Iconic. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Who else we got? Crystal. You guys, I'm excited about Crystal. Very excited. She says something about slaying people or something. I'm not sure. But 
I think she's going to be a good addition. I think you guys are going to be excited and surprised. The, the premiere you guys are going to like, I think. And we, of course, saw in the trailer where Sutton and Crystal have their moment with those leather pants. And Sutton's tagline is a little bit awkward. Just saying the word derriere, which I love. I sort of wish she said caboose. I think that word rolls off the tongue a little bit either easier. So she could have said something like, here's my caboose, or I got a great caboose. I feel like derriere is just a tough word to say. Do you know what I mean? But very excited for Sutton this season. Garcelle, she's acting. She says something about, I don't know, a SAG card or something about acting. And good for her. You know, Garcelle, I'm excited for her this season, too. I feel like Garcelle's going to step it up, you guys. I know people aren't feeling like Garcelle's going to be stepping it up this season, but I'm really thinking she's going to. I feel it in my bones. She's coming in hot. And second season Housewives are always better. You know, they got the first season jitters out of their system, and then it's always more interesting that second season. So... I'm very excited for this premiere. Uh, I think it's going to be really good. And I think the taglines are good. I, to me, I like these taglines better than the Roni ones. I do, I'll be honest. I know they made me happy. Oh, Dorit, too, we didn't talk about. She says something about, like, dress for success and then do it again the next day. Unclear. I mean, look, they're all promoting their products. And who among us wouldn't do that? However, maybe there should only be, like, one person promoting a product. So Rinna's got the lip kits. Let her do the lip tagline. Maybe Dorit does something else. Or maybe let Dorit have the something about the dresses. And then uh, don't let Garcelle do the SAG card one. Do you know what I'm do you get what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm excited for the Real Houses Beverly Hills. And New York, you guys, we gotta talk about this week's New York because I have so many thoughts on it. I gotta play a clip though. I feel like I tried to find a clip and there were so many clips I wanted to play for you guys. So I I had to cut together some of my favorite moments from the healing session. So let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back. I'll have a little clip of Roni, and then we'll get into this week's episode. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. Now, y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in L.A. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, They just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, And also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes us savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, Again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to Get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash iconic. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. 
That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? What's your name? I'm Davy. Davy, nice yeah, so to meet I you, Luann. What are you a healer? Yeah, so we're doing a sound bath tonight. Oh, I love sound baths. Help us relax, release mm-hmm. the old. I got a lot of shit to get rid of. All right, well there you go. <laughs> what exactly is healing? Because I'm not quite sure. Well, Talk to her about it. All right. Shall we sit? Let's start. So. A healer is just, you know, it's a title, but that's not actually what's happening because no one can heal yourself but, but yourself. Yeah, you like no yourself, but heal from what? Heal from pain, heal from sorrow, heal from like you're like stuck in a place. What are we healing from? It transcends an explanation. You don't even need to know. It's like you It'll don't even come need to, to know. Feel like, You'll feel it. Yeah. You'll feel a relief. Don't intellectualize it. it. You know what I mean? You want to change yourself. It's a moment to maybe shut the f*** up. Yourself nice. Just let the healer do the healing. You're not going to understand it because it's like super high vibration. Sh- so just shut up and just be healed. <laughs> I loved this episode of The Real Houses in New York. Now, it was all about healing, of course, and Luann really got me going. I was laughing so hysterically. Uh, the tears were coming out of my eyes when she just went, I love sound baths. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she told Debbie, the healer, that she loves sound baths, and none of it made any sense. Debbie was trying to explain to these women what healing is, and Ramona just did not process it. It wouldn't get inside of her head, and I get that. Sometimes it happens, you know, you hear something. Or Davy. I think I'm saying Devi. I have in my notes it's Debbie, but I think it was Davy saying it wrong. We're not sure. And uh, there was even healing earlier in the episode when Sonia had her healer over, Alita, I mean, it was so much healing going on, and this whole episode just really cracked me up, and I'll be honest with you guys. After I recorded last week's Roni recap, I did sit with myself in the corner of my apartment, the lights off, in a fetal position. I thought to myself, was I ignoring the Roni red flags of the premiere episode? Because I felt like I really enjoyed the episode. Of course, I took to the microphone, told you guys how much I love the premiere. And then some of you reached out and said, I didn't like the premiere. I thought it was boring. And I took a moment inward. I was healing myself. I was doing a little sound bath of my own in the corner of my apartment, in the fetal position, in the dark. And I thought, did I oversell it? Did I ignore the red flags of the Roni premiere? I'll be honest with you guys, I don't think I did. I watched the second episode. I laughed so so much. I loved it. Loved it. Loved every moment of it. I was laughing. Yes, there are things I I would change if I was in charge of this franchise, there are things that I think we could do a little bit better, but I love this episode. I laughed so much. Even when Ramona and Sonia were just trying to put the pool heater on. Could have watched five hours of it. Just Sonia's like, oh, it doesn't work when you hit it anymore. You know, I could have watched 100 hours. And then seeing all those women in Burning Man attire, just trying to heal with uh, Debbie. I mean, I was loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was loving it. <laughs> Okay, so where should we start? So then we open this week's episode on Leah and Ebony. Now, Leah was doing a lot of aggressive bow work. Did you guys catch this? It was a bow over a hoodie with big-ass hoop earrings. You know, they always say, the bigger the earrings, you know, I'm normally so focused on the earrings. But I didn't know where to look. My eyes were uh, exhausted by the end of the scene with that big-ass bow. So much. And Ebony lives in Tribeca. She moved there to please the man. Now she doesn't sleep in the bedroom because... You know, it doesn't, again, I don't even know what Ebony was saying because I was just focused on that bow. It's really stealing focus and over a hoodie, no less. What was that? Over a hoodie, no less. I mean, that was certainly a look. Anyway, uh, Ebony and Leah, they seem like they're getting along really well. Leah says she's throwing a Burning Man themed dinner at Ramona's Hampton's house, which seemed batshit. Right when she said that, I thought, uh oh, mm mm. How is this going to work? And I was very excited to watch it play out. Very excited. 
Then we cut to Sonia with her healer, whose name is Aleta, Alita St. James. And Marley and the intern Zoe are there. Zoe uh, looks like a full-time intern at this point, because we're getting a lot of Zoe happening on the episodes. Now, Sonia says, something is energetically off. Alita, the healer, brought her assistant JP in a big-ass suitcase. And we get a flashback. Apparently, we've met her before. We get a flashback of her aligning Sonia's chakra. And that was in 2014. Now, I don't want to say that she's been aging a lot since 2014, this Alita woman. Uh, but I am implying that. Because I, I I just think, like, watching her in 2014, I thought to myself, is this the same woman? She looks like a totally different human. Now, I don't want to judge someone based on looks, but I'm going to do it anyway here on this program. And then I thought to myself, you know what, Danny, don't judge. Because I looked in the mirror and I thought, you know what, I feel like I've aged. Since 2014, the amount of years I feel like I've lived two decades in that amount of time. All this news happening, especially even just this week, I feel like I aged seven years. So then I went and put some eye cream on my eyes and uh, put some lotion, some cream on my face. And I realized, you know what? Who among us hasn't aged that much since 2014? But this woman, Alita, she did look like another human being. I was like, are they bamboozling us? Is she CGI or something? Did they CGI Alita into the scene? Because I don't believe that that's really her. She looked like a different human than when she first aligned Sonia's chakra. And I want to just, uh, I want to go through a conversation these two had. When Alita came into the the bathroom, maybe? I don't know. I think Sonia said it was like used to be a workout room or something, but it looked like a bathroom to me. I don't know. Maybe I, my eyes were off. But whenever I'm watching Roni, to be honest, I feel like my eyes always need adjusting. I'm like, should we adjust the television set? Like, am I seeing this wrong? I mean, even the looks at the end of the episode, they were all... Uh, Leah was wearing something she described as Mad Max meets Coyote Ugly. So as I'm watching this show, I'm always thinking, like, is my television set off? Because what's going on? And that was happening here, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck room Sony was in, because my eyes couldn't adjust to it. Anyway, this was a conversation Alita and Sonia had. So Alita said, lying to Sonia, you're so in tune with yourself, let's get in your energy system. And then Sonia asks, you brought your crystals? And Alita says, no, not my Brazilian ones, those are on my ceiling. And then Sonia says, well, where are these ones from, Kmart? Mm, wow, that's some dialogue. That's dialogue, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know who out there is writing a screenplay, but that's kind of dialogue you need in it, okay? I don't know if Aaron Sorkin, if you're listening to this podcast, you better step up the dialogue because this is what happened on, on Real Houses in New York. Emmy winning, should be, in my head only. Uh, then we have, um, Alita says, the subconscious is in your colon. And that reminded me, you guys, get your colonoscopies. I've told you once and I'll tell you again, get your colonoscopies. If you're of a certain age, you need to be getting them all the time. And if you're younger than that age, which I believe they moved to maybe 40 or something, 30, 40 or something. Anyway, you need to check your family's history and talk to your doc, talk to your family, see if you have a history of colon cancer or anything like that. And then go get your colonoscopy. It's easy peasy. You go and you, you spend the night before shitting everything out, excuse my language. And then uh, you get your colonoscopy. It's a good thing. It's really helpful. It's really important. So check with your family, check with your doctor, see if you need to have a colonoscopy screening and do that. Because you know what? Alita says so. Alita says your subconscious isn't in there, so you need to get your colonoscopy. I know that's not exactly what she said, but we're taking creative liberties. So then Sonia lays down, starts crying instantly, instantly when Alita pushes on her belly. Uh, she starts talking about the ex-husband. She worries she made a bad decision by leaving the ex-husband. She says, I feel like, check the fuck out. I get Sonia, you guys. I get her. I get her. I, last week in the premiere, I wasn't loving Sonia. And now this week, I just want only good things for her because I feel bad. And we all feel like that a, a time or two. You want to check the fuck out. So Alita, we don't all have access to Alita who banged her drum and then uh, let her on her way. Poor Marley or Morley or Marley. You know, Ron Ramona don't know the name of Sonia's dog yet. You know, they've only been friends for a hundred years. And she's like, is it Morley or Marley? I know. <laughs> Poor Marley, though, was sitting in this bathroom or wherever the fuck they were. And he's hearing this woman, Alita, bang the drum. Like, she's a little fucking drummer boy. Marley doesn't know what's going on. That Marley, the things those dogs have seen on Roni. Between Coco, Marley, Aston, who's no longer with us. Aston recently passed. But those dogs have really been through it all. And, you know, the stories they tell, everyone has a story, and those dogs have a story for sure. For sure. So then we cut to Ramona in the Hamptons' house. 
She's got a hospitality director who apparently works a few hours a day. And she hired this woman so that there's no vibrators in the chicken after she has a party. Remember last year we had the vibrators in the chicken. So Ramona introduces this woman. Her name is Michelle, uh, but Ramona calls her Diana because Ramona's so rude she can't bother to learn this woman's name. Which truly, Ramona is a complete and utter monster. But she doesn't bother uh, to learn this woman's name. Now, I was looking at Ramona in this scene, and I couldn't make heads or tails of this outfit she was wearing. She had like a lime green Old old Navy tech vest on from 1998, and then her hair was colored. She said, I'm going to bring it. And she's having that Burning Man party at her house, and apparently she got her hair and makeup done by someone to look like she was going to Burning Man. Truly shocking. And that wasn't, what confused me about it was that was Ramona's look for when everyone was arriving at her house, but the Burning Man party wasn't until later. So what was going on there? Didn't understand it. Then, uh, let's see, Leah's going through some stuff. Her grandma's very sick. I get it. I miss my grandma. My grandma Rose, we were very close, and I was just talking about her. And my grandma Rose, she was one of the closest people I had in my life, and she passed, and I was just talking to someone who I was saying, I feel like I didn't process my grief with my grandma Rose. So there was like a whole, I was talking to someone, I felt like I had a therapy session talking about my grandma Rose. But I get it. You know, sometimes you have those people in your life that just are maybe extra meaningful. Anyway, Luann and Sonia, they go in the convertible to Ramona's house. It felt very sex in the city. Then they put the top up. But they arrived at Ramona's house, and someone was unloading like bicycles or tricycles. Like, what's going on there? Then that's when Ramona, she continues to call Michelle Diana. And Diana, poor gal, poor Diana, you guys felt bad for her. She just kept saying, I'm Michelle. And at one point, Michelle had to go wake Coco and get Coco to eat because Ramona's like, "Get where's Coco? She needs to have her food. And then uh, Michelle Diana had to go carry Coco, who, you guys, I wasn't even sure if Coco was still with us. Honestly, when Michelle was, Michelle Diana was carrying Coco into the room, I thought, poor Coco doesn't even know where he or she, Coco's a girl, so Coco didn't even know where she was. And I was like, is that dog stuffed? Luckily, she's not. We love Coco. We love Coco. And we just saw Coco on, there was a Watch What Happens Live special with the kids. Avery had Coco. I love that special. If you haven't saw it, maybe there's like some YouTube clips or something on Watch What Happens Live YouTube channel. So good. They had all the kids. They had Brianna from Orange County. Shane still looks hot. The Manzos, Gia. Oh, they had, and they had Brooks Marks, too, who we were all hoping for some tea on Jen Shaw, and then we didn't get it. You know, Brooks just said something about his new line of clothes. We had uh, Avery, who seemed there, Brielle from Atlanta, Riley from Atlanta. Uh, we had all the kids. It was great. It was a really great episode. Anyway, uh, Coco was there, too, on Avery's lap. And so Coco's still with us, and we love that dog. We love that crazy bitch. We do. So then... Uh, you guys, the brilliant, beautiful Bravo editors. Here's what they did with that Michelle. They put the lower thirds title on her, and they wrote Michelle, not Diana. Oh, you guys. Even just saying it. I love it. They wrote Michelle, not Diana. Ah, oh, goosebumps. Nothing better. Those people are so funny, so smart. Luann gets there. She gets the best room, because last time, of course, she had to go at the lower level. She wasn't happy about that. Then it's revealed that Heather's going to be joining them. And they show a flashback scene of saying Heather is Lou and Ramona's friend, which we know is not really true. You know, <laughs> I don't think Heather has once talked to Luann um, since they've left the program. But Ramona, maybe they've talked a time or two. Anyway, Leah brings up that Heather's been on her podcast talking shit. And here's the thing, you guys. I think that sort of involves everything iconic because the first time that Heather was talking a little bit of shit, uh, according to this episode was when she had Carol on her podcast. But then Heather came on my podcast and I asked about the drug stuff that she was talking about. And so I don't know. I'm feeling like we're loosely involved again. We're loosely in the mix. Now, I don't love being in the mix, but you know we'll have to see how it plays out when Heather gets there. I don't know. I've heard some things, but we'll have to see it play out. Leah does prank Ramona, though, and says she's bringing Elise and her sister, who Ramona hates both of them. And that made me laugh. Then she's like, just kidding. You know, she's punking her. And uh, then they go take a tour of Ramona's house. Ramona shows Ebony and Leah the bathroom, which looked beautiful. And now Ebony is bringing, she's talking to Ramona. She's saying something. Ebony's saying, oh, this looks great. And she says something maybe about the skylight, or she says something about the bathroom. And Ramona just ignores her. And I noticed this earlier in the episode when they were sitting down. 
I felt like Ramona's not even replying to Ebony. It's almost as if like she isn't there. And then we find out that Ramona has allegedly a very bad inner ear infection and can't hear the low decibel of Ebony's voice. <laughs> now, I know this is a lie because Ramona's been on this show with Luann Deliceps for 13 seasons now. She's never had a problem hearing Luann. And if there's one gal in this world who's got a low decibel, it's that woman, Luann. I mean, God love her. We love Luann. I always say she's a cookie monster. We love her. Uh, and a beautiful, gorgeous voice. But I don't think we'd describe it as like a falsetto. So then when Ramona's saying she's got an ear infection, she can't hear it, I'm like thinking, okay, that's bullshit. She's just ignoring Ebony. And I'm glad Ebony brought it up because I was like, what's going on? And, and it was so funny of Ramona. Like, what a ridiculous excuse of like why you can't hear someone or why you're ignoring them. Ah, <laughs> uh, insane. Insane. So then, then we get that Ramona and Sonia pool heater thing, which again, I could have watched a full hour of them, them just trying to get that pool heater on. Pool heater. So then we cut to nighttime. All the makeup artists arrive. Lou's looking at herself in a hat. She's, this is funny. You know, she looks in the mirror and she just had a hat on. And she really thought she was doing something with that hat. And then we see all the other women who look insane. Ramona put boob nipple covers on. And while Marley's fucking Coco, you know, the two dogs are having sex on the, the camera keeps cutting between Ramona putting on the pasty nipple covers and the two dogs doing it. I mean, what what's going on? And Sonia talks about Burning Man. She's like, I think they do like ayahuasca. She calls it a low jawaska or something in music. Leah puts on the chaps. She's got the hat. She says, Coyote Ugly meets Mad Max. I mean, I'm obsessed with what they're wearing, although this is when I miss Bethany most. So Leah's got the chaps, and I thought, we need Bethany here to comment on this insanity. We need someone to comment. It feels like, because Leah's a little bit more of a grounded presence, but she also takes part in the insanity. I need sort of a Greek chorus to comment on all of this. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, Bethany's busy doing that big shot with Bethany, which, you know, there's no rules in that show. I don't know if you guys are watching it. Did you guys see Bethany's Tic Tac? <laughs> Tic Tac, excuse me. Bethany, she, she, I... I don't even know how to explain it, but go look. Go look. It's truly shocking. To the eyes, to the ears, to the soul. Just go look at it. Go look at it, you guys. She's dancing. She's doing dancing with her feet out to a Queen song. I don't even know how to explain it, you guys. I saw that after I saw the news about Demi Lovato chasing alias, and I just thought, you know, we're living in a simulation. I don't even know what's going on. Don't even know what's going on. So I want Bethany there to just sort of explain these things to the audience and comment on them because they all looked insane. Insane. And then uh, Luann ended up going with a different hat. And they're having this huge party for just the five of them. I think they needed more people there. We need more people in the cast. But I do love, I will say, I give it up to production for throwing this big elaborate party. They had people on stilts. Luann at one point did limbo under someone with stilts. Did you catch that? It was a very brief little moment, but I encourage you to go rewind. Luann thought this person on stilts was a fucking limbo bar, and she just started limboing under the person with stilts. I mean, what was happening there? But they did really throw a lot of money into this party, and I appreciated that, because we're in COVID times, but they still threw a good party. So uh, that's when we meet Debbie, the healer with the sound bath. Oh, I love sound baths. <laughs> Luanna's terrible. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, yeah, she uh, said she loves sound baths, and I don't believe Luann's ever actually done a sound bath. Again, I'm I'm calling out the lies as I see it. I don't know. I'm not necessarily right. Who had the tagline? I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. Um, that's how I felt. Okay, so they decide to do all this healing, and they. Leah says she wants strength for her family. Ebony says she wants to expand her family and receive energy and family. And Ebony really breaks down when they're doing this healing session. Luann tries to rub her back, but she's getting beat up by the spikes because Ebony's, they're all wearing batshit clothing. Ebony's got spikes on her back like she's a turtle from the Super Mario Brothers. And like I mean, and they're all wearing, someone's got chaps on and a cowboy hat. Ramona's in the pasty covers. And honestly, she's the one who looks the most normal. Like if I saw them all walking down the street, like Ramona would be the one I ignored, even though she was wearing the pasty covers, the bubbies. But they all looked insane. In spatcha insane. And let's see, what else is going on? Uh, Luann says she's been seeking spirituality and listening to her inner voice and gut. And she says, I want to call all the spirits who are guiding me to come here tonight and show me the way. 
And after Luann says that, Leah says, amen. I mean, this was, this was crazy. And I loved it. I loved it. Ramona says she wants to pay attention to real people and real friends, which is all, you know, Ramona's always bullshit. And I loved it. I love this. Ramona says she wants to put some effort into her real friends, which we know is a lie. Then Sonia breaks down again. Sonia's having one of those weekends like she had last year or whatever season that was with the Morgan letters. I'm getting that vibe from Sonia when she's with the healer. And earlier in the episode when she was with Alita St. James or the fuck her name is. I'm getting that same vibe. And Sonia starts breaking down during this uh, bonfire session where she says she wanted to go to the nursing home, but they have high STD rates, so she can't go there. She can't go there. What? (laughs) This show. You guys, this show is the best. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. God, it's the best. It's so insane. Like, it's best comedy on TV. How can you not watch this and laugh? I don't care that there's not a ton of drama going on. This is enough. This is enough for me. These women, they are better than anything on the Peacock channel, honestly, or when any of the networks. (laughs) Until that alien show comes, uh, this is better than anything on TV. (laughs) Anyway, what are we talking about now? Oh, then they all sing. Debbie said she's a Reiki artist. She's going to sing. Luann's face when uh, Debbie was singing, you guys couldn't handle it. Leah screams, Lou screams. Ramona put the the glass of wine against her ear. I will say the one thing that is kind of worrying me about this show is the drinking situation because it's like we came from last season where everyone was pretty blacked out the whole show. And now it seems like they're all not drinking very much. And that concerns me a little. And of course we want them to be happy and healthy, but we also, we like the insanity a little bit. So again, I don't want to encourage anyone to drink when they're trying to be sober because that's not healthy. Um, But you know, I guess we'll move on because I don't want to say anything I'll regret. <laughs> anyway, then Ramona, after this whole healing session, uh, when she screams, she says, oh, I'm feeling the energy. And then she apologized to Debbie. And my mind, she says, my mind feels massaged. I feel relaxed, she said. Then all the gals, they go into the pool. Luann sees a nipple cover that was on one of the bubbies. And she thought it was some mozzarella because they're about to do a pizza party. About to make some homemade pizzas. The people are there. A much crazier pizza party than what happened on The Real Houses of Dallas. I don't know if you guys watched that um, that reunion that's going on. But they had a pizza party. And uh, Luann saw the mozzarella, but it was really just the bubby cover. They make pizzas. Ramona, that's when she says she doesn't know if the dog is Morley or Marley. Meanwhile, there's people who came into the yard, and they're doing gymnastics in the yard. Someone with the high legs on the stilts. Sonia says, are we in the south of France? That's what she says when she sees people on stilts. Are we in the south of France? Sonia always thinks she's in the south of France, and God love her. God love her for it. And then Luann says the person in stilts, before she does a limbo under them, she says, I'm just as tall as you, honey. And then she does limbo under them. I loved it. Meanwhile, Ebony gets overwhelmed, which I understand. She went to the room. She said she just needs to bask in this experience. She says, I haven't been around this kind of energy since my Fox News days. I didn't know exactly what that meant. Uh, Maybe I'm just being dumb. You know, occasionally sometimes I hear this and you guys reach out to me and you say, Danny, this meant this. How did you not catch on? But I didn't exactly know what she meant. I guess just like wild energy or something. Anyway, I understand the fact of like her going to the room because it's it is a lot of it's a lot to take in those women. I would imagine. I mean, all of them, all that was going on. Could you imagine if Ebony came in last season where it was like everyone's so drunk at Ramona's house with the Leah throwing the fire in the woods and there's the vibrator and the chicken and I mean there was a lot going on at Ramona's Hamptons party last year. So. Ebony luckily came in this season when it's a little bit calmer energy, but she needed to take a little time out for herself, and I would have done the same. I would have said, I gotta go. Then the women are downstairs, meanwhile, the rest of them, and they're all screaming again, decide to go to bed. Next week, uh, Ebony brings up to Ramona the help comment, because earlier in the episode, Ramona said something about, like, oh, I get my help's name wrong. So Ebony's gonna bring it up next season and say, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on there? And then uh, it looks like Sonia loses it even more. Ramona says something about Wells Fargo. And Sonia says, that's my family, not Wells Fargo. And she is losing it, you guys. I'm worried about I'm worried about her Sonorita. Very concerned. I love her. Uh, anyway, you guys, that's the episode of The Real Houses of New York. Icons, 
I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Icons. Did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. Or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Before we wrap up this podcast, I do have one more thing we need to talk about. And I want to wrap up this episode doing our own little healing card. Again, this is an affirmation card deck called I Am Everything. It's just little messages to send yourself. It's created by Teresha Clark. Go look online if you want to buy it because people have been asking me. So we're going to do that. Before I do, I want to mention a couple of things. The episode earlier this week, I recapped the Summer House reunion, which if you haven't watched, I loved the Summer House reunion a lot. What's going on? Fuck you, Danielle. It was like a moment, a lot of wonderful things happening on Summer House this season. I'm sad to see them go. It was a two-parter, but I recapped that earlier this week on the podcast, so go check that out. And then after that, there's a wonderful, I believe, one of my best interviews with a woman named Jen Richards, who's on the show Clarice on CBS. Now, even if you don't watch that show, I don't watch that show regularly. She's got an arc on there. But we talk about trans representation in media. And I I think it's a very powerful, interesting, enlightening conversation. So I just want to encourage everyone to go check it out. I put it on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. Or you can listen to it on the podcast. You know, it's always better if you guys listen on the podcast because that's, uh, you know, we don't make any money on the YouTube channel, but on the podcast, we do. So go at least go download it on the podcast and then listen, watch it on YouTube or something. Anyway, it's very enlightening. Jen is the best. So smart. There's a documentary she was in called Disclosure that's on Netflix. And we talk about that in the interview. And it's a fantastic documentary that you need to watch. And actually, Oprah was just talking about it. Oprah is doing these interviews on the Apple channel or Apple network. And Oprah recently interviewed Elliot page and Elliot had asked Oprah to watch this disclosure documentary before they did the interview because it's that good 
So I just wanted to recommend those things. Also, there's a show called Girls 5 Eva on Peacock, which if you're looking for something very silly and fun and stupid in the best of ways, it's very 30 Rock, very that kind of vibe. And there's only eight episodes, but if you just want to check out, go watch that. Those are uh, that those episodes are available on Peacock. Also, if you like talk shows as much as I do, I've been talking about this a lot. I post it on social media because I think it's so fantastic. It's a documentary series on CNN called The Story of Late Night. And there's also an accompanying podcast. This is not an ad. It's just me. I love them both. But the documentary series on CNN, it's all about late night TV. So I am obsessed with talk shows. And I wish they would do something like that regarding daytime talk shows. Because it feels to me like oftentimes... There's so many books and TV shows and stuff about late night, but there's never really much about daytime. And you know I love my daytime. My queens, Rosie O'Donnell, we love our Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa, I always say, doesn't get the credit she deserves for how good she is at her job. Uh, You know, I love The View, all of the daytime stuff. So check that out, though. It's about late night, but it's good. And there's a separate podcast that kind of goes with it. Also, we haven't talked about the Mighty Ducks on the show. There's a Mighty Ducks reboot. If you want something to watch with your kids... It's got Lauren Graham in it. Emilio Estevez returns. It's great for watching with the kids. I don't have any kids and I like it. So check that out. I just wanted to give those recommendations. Also, I'm doing Sex in the City recaps on the Everything Iconic Patreon. So I do one recap a month. I just did a, a really fun uh, recap that I just posted on there. So that's patreon.com slash everything iconic. And if you donate $4 more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes. Again, I just do one a month for Sex in the City, and more importantly, the money helps to support this show. So, uh, everythingiconic.store, merch, now let's do our little affirmation card. So, this is just a reminder to tell yourself as you go about the rest of your week. Which, by the way, I should also mention that we're going to be changing the schedule up coming soon, because Jersey's ending, and we're going to be focusing on New York and Beverly Hills. So, uh, maybe next week, or or maybe even this week, we're going to be changing up the schedule. So stay tuned for that. Just subscribe to the podcast and you'll get all the updates. All of that said, take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. Now remind yourself of this as you go about your week. I am ambitious. I put my goals and ideas into action. I take a leap of faith and I believe in myself. When I put my heart's desires into action, it is for the good of all those involved. I am ambitious. I love you all. Stay safe. Yeah, yeah, Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah.